What up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Money Making Jess, and I want to welcome you to the show. It's going to be an exciting, wonderful episode, like always. You know how we do over here. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. Because here's your boy, Money Making Jess. Yeah. How's everybody doing today? This is Money Making Jess back at you with another podcast. So, this podcast is basically going to be a quick update of what I've been doing while we're in this quarantine, baby, the COVID-19 home lockdown here in Arizona. It's not mandatory, but... You know, you kind of want to stay out the public, not around large groups, you know, just staying home, just waiting it out. I know people are getting restless because everybody's thinking like, man, I want to go out, I want to do something, I want to be around my friends, I want to go out or whatever you like to do, you know, church gatherings, you know, clubs, whatever you like to do, you know, but right now... You can't do it. It just, it's not going to last forever, people. This is a very short-term type of process we got to go through. And the quicker we get it under control, the quicker we get the new infections under control, get the curve to start going down, to plateau, the quicker we can get back to normal life. So, yes, we are going to have to sacrifice a little bit for the greater good of your neighbor. That's basically what I got to say. Everybody, I mean, everybody's talking about it, so we all know what we got to do. Just be calm. You know, it, it, don't get an attitude or be upset. It is what it is. You know, why prolong it, people? So that's my two-minute snaps on the COVID-19 quarantine. So we're going to get back to, like... How do I make money if people are being laid off? How can I still make money? Well, believe it or not, people, money making just is still making money. And I'm kind of surprised. Believe it or not, people, I'm very surprised that I'm still making money. Um, not making nearly as well as making prior to the COVID-19 lockdown, but I'm still making money. And first of all, I'm grateful. I'm still fully employed. I'm working from home. So I'm thankful for that. Um, So people are saying, so what are you doing besides your nine to five? Well, I'm still Uber driver. I haven't drove Uber in a while. Probably last time I drove for Uber is probably when I made my last podcast. I just don't want to take the risk. Um... But Uber just came with a new program. I think it's called Uber Connect. Basically what that is, you deliver packages. You basically meet people at their pickup and you pop the trunk, they put the package in, they close the trunk, you go to your destination. It's all curbside. It's, it's really no contact whatsoever. 
So tomorrow morning at six, between six and eight o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna go ahead and turn that on and leave it on all day. If I get some hits, I'm out here in Santan Valley. I'm gonna start like that. And also too, there's a lot of other, other uh, side hustles you can do, such as like with um, delivery. Um, Instacart is another good one. You go grocery shopping for people. You know, you drop off the groceries and stuff like that. There's a ton, tons of stuff that still can be done to make money. And I know it's hard for some people. I know it's tough. People lost their jobs. And I do feel for you. But don't use it as a crutch. There's still ways to make money. And another thing, too, that people, what people can do to make money is to do the resale game. Like in part one... I talked a little bit about reselling. This podcast is not part two to that, but I'll touch a little bit on that. Um, definitely, the resale game has kept money in our pockets. I mean, when I say we, my family, uh, it's not as lucrative as it was before COVID-19, but it still keeps money in my pocket. And I also, I've ventured off into back into um, trading card, trading and selling, mostly Magic the Gathering. Um, so that, that that's that's becoming lucrative as well. So you just gotta kind of think outside the box. Um, if you can cook well, cook for people, make plates and send them. I don't know. Um, walk dogs. I mean, it's just clean windows, wash cars. I don't know. There's a lot of ways you can do to make money. You just gotta think out of the box. Uh, what else is going on here? Oh, two people. I don't know if you guys would notice, but Facebook has a new interface. I think it's still in beta testing, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. The new interface for Facebook is the bomb. They redid everything. It's a lot easier to navigate. It is so much simplified, and I love it. But that's enough on Facebook. Promote it, I'm not getting paid, so I just wanna let that out there. I love the new Facebook interface so easy to navigate check on all my stuff love it um other than that i've actually been putting stuff up on offer up let go macari b stock is my main place where i buy like my purses and colognes auction nations where i buy a lot of um, auction items to resell on those websites I started. I start. I want to start to get bigger boxes and pallets because that's when I'm really gonna start to make money. Buying individual items is fine, but to really make money, you gotta get in the pallet game, and that's really gonna be part two of um, the resale one-on-one series. Is really to take it to the next level. You have to start getting pallets and you have to start ordering large quality of merchandise because the more you buy, your overall cost will be lower. You know what I'm saying? So your profit margin should be higher. So that's really my next step is to really start buying pallets. And pallets aren't that expensive. The problem is the shipping, which I won't get into that right now, but just so... Uh, a little caveat to that is the shipping 
So, but in most areas within driving distance, you can go pick pallets up. So you can save a lot of money by just going to pick the pallets up. So with me, since I live in Arizona, there's a couple places I can go drive and pick up. Um, Nevada, Las Vegas areas have a lot, a lot of pickups, warehouses where you can pick up and California as well. But due to COVID-19, I won't be going to any of those states except Arizona. So do your research. And one of the people, oh man, I gotta say, I've, I've really been enjoying this COVID-19 quarantine because I've had a lot of time to do a lot of research. Because one of the things I've noticed about the resale game and the side hustles is you really gotta know what you're doing because you will lose a lot of money. Um, I've gotten hit a couple times. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember if I talked about this in the last video with Reseller 101, but I had shipped out a, one of those craft printers and sent it to the lady. She sent it back saying it didn't work. And I know I test, I powered on, I test 99% of all, all my stuff lists hasn't been open. And she said it didn't work. I was like, uh, it worked left here. But come to find out, I refunded her money. It got shipped back. I opened it up. And the serial numbers don't match the box. But it was bittersweet because what I did, and this is another tip for resellers, is that if you do get an item, nine out of 10 times, if it doesn't work, it is fairly a new product. It's probably still under manufacturer warranty. And all you gotta do, and I've done this twice, and it's worked, is that when you call or chat, I usually find chat is a lot easier to do this. And it's not a scam or anything, you just kinda, it's like a gray area, bending the truth a little bit, because you are buying the product. Uh, so what I've done, is for instance, uh, I bought a weather station and it didn't work. The monitor won't come on. And I got the weather station at a very good deal. So if I sell it, I'm gonna make a nice profit on it. So definitely I, I wanted to get some warranty work on it. So I hit him up on chat and you know, ask the basis question. First thing you need to do is register product. So what you do is you go online, because most people don't register their products. So register the product and always put in there you guys a gift and, and just choose Walmart. Walmart and as a gift or Amazon as a gift. Because they always ask you, do you have a receipt? And most time you get a gift, you don't get a receipt. So that kind of fixes that issue. But they insist on a receipt. You can say you got it from an auction or from a second hand, but it depends on the, the contract or the warranty that may be voided. I don't know. That's probably based on each manufacturer and stuff like that, but you can try. But so far I've done this twice and I've came out good. I did it on the craft printer. I went on chat and no, I actually called them. I was on the phone with them for about an hour with the craft with the craft printer people for about an hour. But they sent me a brand spanking new craft printers. Brand spanking new. And I was and I sold it 
got good money on it. And I actually got it for dirt cheap, so I really made good money on it. So for a good hour's worth of work, it turned out to be profitable. Now on the weather station, I did that strictly online through chat. And basically, I registered the product first, and even the product is registered, call the manufacturer and let them know you bought it from somebody. Don't try to do the warranty work just yet. Tell them you bought it from somebody, you want to register product under your name. So get it registered under your name first. And don't register as a business, register as an individual with an individual I, uh, email address. So don't, if you're doing this as a business, don't do like sales at whatever, whatever, or info at whatever. Use like your, some kind of show your first and last name at gmail.com, something like that. Because you want to make sure, you want to seem like you're just a plain Jane guy or girl or whatever, neutral individual or whatever you want to call yourself. So register the product first. And if it's already registered, let them know, hey, I got it at a secondhand sale or an auction. I just want to put it under my name just in case I have to get some warranty work or if I need service put on it. And nine out of 10 times, people are, are really trying to be very customer centric. They will do that. Especially if you got a serial number, you got a, something like that. So far, I've done it, th I've done that four times. I've been 100% successful, so it does work. Um, now back to the weather station with the warranty work. So I did it all online through chat. And I basically said, it's not coming on. And then the lady was like, did you try this? You try that? Side hustlers, we got to take a small break. I got to pay these bills. Stay tuned. Listen and learn. This your boy. Let's get it. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Their creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Do you hear me? From your phone. And also your computer, laptop, or tablet. One of the good things about Anchor, they will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And another thing about it too, you can start making money right now with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a great podcast all in one place. So do me a favor, my fellow hustlers, entrepreneurs, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot or period, FM, to get started today. Thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. That does help me pay the bills around here. But let's get back to the episode. And just go with the flow of their troubleshooting because they have a script they follow. And just listen to what they ask you and just kind of go with the flow don't sound too impatient or rushing them because then they get like, what's really going on? But if you let them do their job, they're more than happy to help you as much as possible. So I was kind of went with the flow and she asked me, 
where did I how, when how, how when did I get it? And I always use the date of when I purchased it. So I told it about two months ago. I got it as a gift about two months ago. I always say as a gift. And then she said, Oh, do you have the receipt? I said, No, I all I know is came from Walmart and the person who sent it to me sent it as a gift so I don't have the uh, the receipt. So they said, Okay, no problem. And she probably looked um, spread your little thing, whatever. And then she did ask me a couple more troubleshooting questions. And then she was like, okay, I can replace it. Oh, no problem. So I gave her all my information and they shipped me one out. So I traveled in two to five days. And I did that today, um, April 17th. So you will get some merchandise, such as you buy from auction and secondhand that doesn't work. If it's not too old, you you probably can get it replaced by the manufacturer. But you always can try. It never hurts to try. Especially if an item isn't discontinued or something like that. If it's still being sold. My record is 100%, but your odds are a lot better the newer the item is of getting it replaced in a working condition. Another thing with stuff, um, which I kind of got deemed on a couple things as well. Everybody knows me. I, I tell how it is. I tell the good and the bad. So these are some of the mistakes I've made um, with hardware, like with faucets and stuff like that. A lot of times they come with like washers or mounting brackets, stuff like that. So when you buy these things that people return, nine out of 10 times, they don't return everything or they put stuff together, don't take it fully apart. So pieces may be missing. So what I wasn't doing is mentioning that in my description. So moving forward, I'm being very cautious of what, of how I word when I say open box, because you can't assume that people, okay, it's open box, maybe used, it may be missing some stuff because if you, I've shipped some stuff out and people have complained saying, oh, it's missing a washer, like a 20 cent washer where you can go to Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever and just purchase it. So then they like, well, like one person had to give a refund, like a 40 bucks because the the kit for the mounting and washer and stuff from the, um, the hardware company that, you know, for the faucet, that's how much they charge. So I refunded it because I had no basis to say I could because I didn't state that in the description. So my word of advice is that such when you're selling stuff, you buy from auction and secondhand, like faucets, any do-it-yourself project type items, let's say open box, could be missing washers or the hardware. Manufactured, you know, they can go to the manufacturer website and buy these kits and parts stuff like that you know so definitely definitely look inside the box because this because it, it's open box now all the time there's stuff in there and that's happened to me a couple times so it's i still make good money even though i had to refund some of the money back because all you do with high ended um do it yourself project hardware type stuff and i do do some some low-end stuff but that stuff is 
th those usually have everything in there. It's just a lot of the high-endish stuff. I think people either break something or something happens, so they go out and buy it, and then they take the parts that they need, and then they give it back. And that's one of the downfalls to like Amazon and like some like Walmart's these big box place big box places is they don't really question people like they did back in the day. You know, you literally had to prove that an item was broken. Now you can just say it doesn't work. They really don't even check it that much. Especially Amazon. You can send Amazon a return box, they scan it, it can be full of rocks and you get a refund. It's crazy out there how the refund the refund positive Amazon is. But anyways, so I'm doing that. I'm doing the podcast. Um, I did start to um, put some stuff on my Facebook group. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do it. It's just difficult because I'm so busy. Um, I am gonna, I am looking at some affiliate programs, but I probably won't get more into that until after COVID night. COVID-19 is over with, but I don't know, I'm still looking at some programs, but other than that, I'm just reselling and going to start driving for Uber again and doing Instacart, I saw making a little bit extra side money and still working my 9 to 5, so like I said, there, there, there's there's ways to make money, there's a lot of places now work from home, uh, there's, a, there's an app on... Um, Android that oh, I mean, it's, it, and I'm mad because I meant to write it down before I made this um, this podcast I use my phone to record and it's a program starts with an S I can't remember the name I, I, I'll have it in my um, my next podcast but what this app does and I'm sure there's other apps like this but I like this one the most is that it has like like side like gigs full part time work from home and it it lists everything in this one app and it's the if you're looking for some quick money or or something like that it's a perfect app um, I definitely will have it in the description I, I hate that I cannot remember this app uh, another app that I just downloaded those who are trying to either build a credit or start credit, there's an app called Self. And what Self is, Self basically is they give you a loan, but you don't get the money until, until the loan matures. So, but you still make monthly payments as if you already got the money. So what that does is you're building up credit as you have like a loan type thing, you know what I'm saying? And also, once you make three on-time payments and something like that, you also can get one of their credit cards, which is good because now you have two type of credit reference, a revolving credit and like a monthly credit or something it's called. Don't hold me to it. But it's called Self. Look it up. There will be a description. There will be a link in my description for that. Um, what else? Oh... Man, once again, I gave up my office space. First of all, you know, it's, I wasn't using it because of my home. And I called the guy, right? So I told him, like, hey, you know, I'm only really working. 
and I know a couple of days late on it, but I got $200 for you. I have the other 100 next week when I get paid, plus I'll pay my next month rent in advance. So this is like, it would have been like 10 days in advance. And he just basically flipped on me, man. I mean, he just went, he went in and I was just like, wow, this, 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 wow, okay, I, I get his business, but you act like I'm asking you to like hold off until the COVID-19 is over before I give you rent money. I'm still gonna pay you on time. I actually pay you 10 days in advance. I'm just telling you my situation. So he, he kind of disrespected me a little bit. So I got to talking with the wife and she was like, I wouldn't take that. You really don't need the space anyways. I thought you really wanted to get a warehouse, this, this and that. So I finally came to agreement. I sent him an email of no hey, cause it was a month to month. No longer want to rent from you guys. I just didn't kind of like the conversation I had with, with with the landlord and stuff like that. And so I gave it up. I mailed him the keys and, and this and that. And I was going to do some business with them, selling some of their products. I don't even want to deal with them because it, it just, you know, I, I tell them a situation and a situation that, that it wasn't my fault that we're in this, in this COVID-19 and you, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. My family comes first, and feeding them comes first. Not paying somebody for a space I really don't even use that much. So it is what it is. So once again, I'm off Mill Ave, but I got a nice office space here at home. I'm, I'm gonna work out of this place, and I got a pretty big garage. I'm gonna sell my pallets out of that. And then once I get to a point where I can afford the 800 bucks for this warehouse I have my eye on, I'm going to move there, which I really want to do in the first place. So I'm not going to cry with spilled milk. It is what it is. So once again, I'm off Mill Ave. But it's all good, people. Uh, but other than that, this is business as usual. And another thing, too, people, I, I know we work all the time, but sometimes you got to take a, a, a break. And one thing I decided to get into is Warhammer. So I bought this book, it's like an intro book, stuff like that, I don't know. Find a hobby, exercise, do something, ride a bike, I don't know. But this podcast is over with. I do appreciate your time, stay safe, you know, follow the CDC rules, still remain calm, this is a temporary, temporary setback lifestyle that we're going to experience. And those lock conspiracies going around, this, this, and that. Man, just live. No, 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 no. Just, just live. Check on your loved ones. Check on your elderly. Check on your family. Check on your friends. Be safe. And everyone, please be safe. I do thank you. Yeah.